This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to Undercover Lover, the unofficial podcast of Love Island 2021. I'm Harriet Minter and this is the show for anyone whose dedication to Love Island is a little bit like Brad's brain. Well hidden. If you've ever wondered if your dedication to ITV2's trashiest show said something about you, then yes, it does. It says that you have a profound interest in the human psyche, a deep compassion for humanity and a true dedication to enjoying the artistic world through the medium of boohoo bikinis. Welcome to the show, we are your people. Each week I'm joined by an absolute worldie to discuss the goings on in the villa and to try and make sense about what it says about the rest of us. This week I'm joined by hot long leggy Fee Wishett, co-host of the Love Bites podcast, a show analysing dating sex and all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. Welcome Fee! Hi! I'm Hello. so excited! <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Tell me a little bit about when and why you became a Love Island fan. So I jumped in in the second season, which I think was the Ken Olivia Atwood season. Yes. Yeah, so, the Olivia Atwood season, which I do hold up as kind of, I think, probably the best one. Yeah, I think it was so it was so good. It just hooked me in. And I think my housemates at the time had watched season one and then we kind of started watching it together. And then it suddenly, I just got obsessed. <laughs> I think it's also, it's, it is quite relatable. It's obviously what we're about to talk about, but we, we see these relationships building and you think, oh God, Oh God, don't say that. And you get in, you get so invested in these relationships. You feel they're your personal friends. Do you think though this year has the best relationship, I think, is Liberty and Kaz? I don't think anybody likes each other as much as those two do. 100%. And actually, I was going to say this, this week particularly has been, I think... I've watched obviously all the other seasons and we're so early on and obviously mental health is a huge thing and it kind of comes, yeah. I always find it kind of comes later where you're like, people are getting dumped and more feeling invested. This has been the first week quite soon on that I've actually been a bit worried about everyone quite early on and it's not just because people are in love relationships, let's call it, and being pied. The girls <laughs> are like, everyone is like at each other's throats and it's just... I feel a bit worried. I'm hoping it will level out. But what do you think? I thought this was interesting. So I, I was sort of looking on Twitter. I mean, there's mm. a great article actually about why Love Island is nothing without Twitter in The Guardian from Yomi Edokoki this week. But um, I was reading Twitter earlier this week and they were saying the best thing about the show is the girls' friendship. 
And then towards the end of the week, that has just disintegrated. And I feel like, I think that was a bit of producer mixing. I think one of the producers has said to Chloe, come on, we put you in there as the bombshell to try and muddle things up a bit, get going, do your worst. And she took that with took great direction there. Um, but we will talk about that. Mm. So is there anything that has um, particularly caught your attention? We've got some things we're going to talk about, but anything that particularly caught your attention this week? I mean, I can't not say what has probably struck the nation as the most heartbreaking thing ever was in the policeman challenge line of booty when Hugo didn't get picked and then he walked away and he said, wasn't humiliating at all. And I just thought, come on, girls, come on, <laughs> one of you at least. Like, it was it was so heart-wrenching. And then he had to unlock the door and let the boys oh. out. And it was just, that for me was a really heartbreaking moment. I think that was, I just, Hugo, just. Do you, know, do you know what that said to me? It was something that was really interesting about that, which is about, for want of a better phrase, sexual energy because looking at it from the outside Hugo is a good-looking guy he's really fun he's very friendly he seems to be very easy to talk to he makes good friendships with all the girls and none of them want to snog him Mm. and then on the other side we've got Kaz who in that challenge was voted I mean I have sort of found Kaz a bit mumsy the whole time and then in that challenge there was just like this absolute sex goddess who came through and yet still none of the boys want to date her and Mm. not that you should only ever want to date a woman because she's a sex goddess but I am I I think the boys in this villa definitely want to date the sex goddess types and I thought actually it's really it's really sad isn't it that there's something going on which is when we get these two people that are both very kind caring lovable people those beautiful qualities just get completely overlooked. I completely agree. And I actually think it was something that I even thought of. And I think it was actually after this challenge. I actually don't think, I think Hugo, if you met him in real life, he doesn't have that sex appeal that I think these girls want. And I think it actually has something to do with them all being quite young. They're all in their early 20s. And I think that when you are in your early 20s, the things that you value out of a relationship are much more surface level. Because obviously when you get into your 30s, you're thinking about things more in the long term. You're thinking about the values. And you know, Toby saying to Kaz, which I'm sure will come on to saying all oh, things were going too slowly and it was fire chemistry with chloe so but actually we all know now we're older and wiser that actually the the slow burn is the most fruitful later on whereas they're all and this is something i observed from the week one they're all wanting instant chemistry from the get-go and i think that has yeah. something to do with them being quite young and that's what they've seen in films. That's what they've how they are want. They've got a lot of sexual energy that they want to expel. And I think that with Kaz, she's a slow burner. Same with Hugo. She wants to get to know people. She wants to, you know, yeah. take things slowly because she knows that that's probably that's probably a more mature thing. But these gar- girls and guys, they just want to. I think they just want to shag. <laughs> and he obviously, I think Hugo would be great in bed. Oh, <laughs> he's so sweet, he'd wouldn't be he? so giving. But yeah. sadly, to get there, none of these girls just don't. And I also think it's another thing is 
no one has wanted Hugo from the beginning. And I think that when mm. like these two new girls coming in, they've noted that down. And it may, unfortunately, if someone doesn't want someone, there's got to be a reason why. And I think it yeah. almost makes him, they just put him in the friend zone immediately because no one wants him. And it makes, it's just, oh, I feel so, I do feel oh. bad for him. I think that's such an interesting point about um, what we call that. There's kind of like a level of social credence, right? Which is like, okay, yes, loads of people want you. Therefore, there must be something about you which Mm. is wantable and vice versa. Let's talk about the kind of the big storyline for this week, which was the nabbing of Toby away from Kaz by scheming seductress Chloe. I do usually try very hard on this show not to imply any sort of slut shaming. And I'm sorry we think scheming seductress does that. But I do think that we all know that Chloe would love being called a scheming seductress. So it's okay. We saw her set her mark really firmly at Toby. She was like, right, that one, have an M. She full on snogged him during the challenge. And only then did she fess up to Kaz that actually she quite liked him. I mean, I have to say, I have no idea why, because the boys in this villa are not rained down by personality, but Toby really does not have any. But there is something which is, and they've talked about this in the villa, there is girl code. Mm. So although it's a show and although it's a competition and the whole point of it is to couple up and you have to go after your man and you do have to break some hearts... Should she have talked to Kaz about this first? I think yes, um, but I can see probably why she she didn't. She's already said she's not a girl that likes confrontation. That's number one. So she's mm. she's. I think she was probably a bit scared to talk to Kaz about it. And I have noticed in the villa there's been a great divide now yeah. of two groups of girls. The naughty trios, she's dubbed them, <laughs> <laughs> which is the new girls. And this other group, which is Faye, Kaz, Rachel. More of kind of the originals, originals, yeah. Plus Rachel. And I think that it would probably be quite scary to go up to someone and say... She basically took what she probably thought was the easier route, which was just do it and, like, ask for forgiveness later. But I 100% think, yes, she should have just said something. And I do agree that maybe snogging him wasn't the best thing to do. But I actually think that I hadn't thought about that. I think you're right. I think the producers were like, come on, because you're in a friendship couple and it's getting boring now. We didn't bring you on this show for nothing. Because it was random. It's random that she suddenly out of nowhere has said, Toby is 100% my type on paper. I was like... Is he? Is he? Is he anyone? So I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I do really hate about like that. And I, as you were saying, I was like, oh God, I've definitely done this where I'm somebody who doesn't love confrontation. Mm. And so I will sort of do things and then ask for forgiveness later. And that's one of the things that as I've got older, I've really had to learn to try. (laughs) It's still a learning process. Learn to try and address about my behavior. But, um, so I do hear on that but then also like out of everyone in the villa if you were going to go to anyone and say look I quite fancy your man would you mind if I just like started to get to know him Kaz is the sweetest person in there I mean she'd probably have said oh no let me gift wrap Toby and deliver him to your bed you know she's so nice and I know it's a show and they want to stir it up but I do think Chloe kind of not having that conversation with her it really did create that divide. 
obviously, I don't want to hurt your feelings. To me, it was like, who do I fancy most in a challenge? Bit of fun, you know. Like, I genuinely didn't realise you had that much feelings. I knew you liked him, but I didn't realise your feelings like, run a bit deeper than mm. what I thought, personally. I don't know, it's a sticky one, because obviously, I would like to get to know him, and it, like, if you two are, like, together and he's given that vibe, I'm not going to do anything, do you know what I mean? So has he not, he's not given you that vibe that we're talking? Not, no, he said earlier, he was like, me and Kaz are good, but then, do you know what I mean? And she says, so she's like, I don't want to hurt your feelings, you know what I mean? I, I, I just like him, I just wanted to go for it. She's coming up with all of these excuses, and we saw Kaz just sitting there really quietly, not causing any fuss, not causing any bother, and then when Toby talks to Kaz as well, she's very quiet. She's just like, okay, if that's the decision you've made, that's your decision. And I feel like both Chloe and Toby really wanted some reaction from her. Mm. And she just didn't give it. Is that because, do you think, she just decided to take the high road? She's like, okay, I'm just not, if you don't want me, I'm not getting involved. Or do you think perhaps there is something about and I, I worry about this for Kaz, where actually she feels like she can't say, no, hang on, that's my guy, I've bagged him, back off. Or to Toby, hang on, you just told me you were leaping all in, and now you've changed your mind, that's not okay. Um, I think she's taking the high road. I think she's actually quite a smart girl, and I think she she knows some, sometimes I think no reaction is the best reaction. It's like when you know you break up with someone, someone breaks up with you, and you don't react, it's yeah. almost the best reaction. Because even Toby was like, she took it a bit too well. And I'm like, Toby, what do you want from her? Like, do you yeah. want her to be super upset? And I think he did. And I think that that has been the issue for Toby through this whole time. She's she's not reacted and she's not given him what he wants. And I think that, yeah, I do think that she's taken she's taken the hybrid because I, I've, I've noticed that when she's having her, like, chats in the in the beach hut she's been quite expressive about it and I think also when you see her talking to Sharon by the way I just watched this episode that's why I know it quite well <laughs> written notes. but she you know she's almost in tears and I noticed that actually of of Sharon obviously we'll come to Sharon and Eric yeah. that this has been a thing where the girls have been very unreactive but then have actually are feeling quite upset about it um but Chloe, I didn't feel Chloe's... Chloe didn't say sorry. On, she only said sorry once. It was not yeah. an apology. And yeah. I don't know, again, if that's she didn't know how to articulate it because Kaz wasn't giving her anything. Because sometimes it's very difficult. I, if, I don't know if she thought about what she was going to say before. I think she thought she would bounce off Kaz and Kaz was giving her none of it. I love it. I thought Kaz <laughs> took it. She has literally set the bar for how we should react to situations. <laughs> I do not react like that. <laughs> I would have cried. <laughs> I mean, I think it's so interesting, isn't it? It's an interesting thing, though. You said, you know, feel like Toby hasn't been getting what he wants from Kaz. I don't know, because I think, I think, unfortunately for Toby and Kaz, I don't think either of them fancied the other one that much. Mm, you're right. And Kaz really tried to make it work. She was like, okay, I'm a lovely person. You're a lovely person. We could be two lovely people together. And she sort of denied the fact that there was, like, mm. I think on either side, any sexual chemistry. I don't think she found Toby that hot. I don't think, I think Toby, unfortunately, didn't fancy her. But she's just such a trier. She's like, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to go for it. Bless her, bless her. Yeah, Do you her. think she did that because she genuinely didn't fancy anyone? 
So it was kind of making a, the best out of a bad situation by thinking, do you know what? I'm going to try him in this situation. Let's let's see how it works. Mm. Or, I mean... Well, she did step forward for Aaron, and I think she did quite fancy Aaron. And ironically, I think Kaz and Aaron are a really great match. I do. (laughs) I do. And I'm I'm very annoyed with Aaron, and we'll come to this just in general in a minute. But, like, I think they're such a great match, and I think he is such a fucking idiot for not seeing that. But I also think Aaron's an idiot for lots of other reasons. Let's talk about that now. Oh, I'm excited. uh, this week Aaron got a little bit of ahead of himself and talked to Sharon about having babies here are the two of them talking about that now for me I'm, I'm like a family guy isn't it? Uh-huh. Like 100% like love kids I want kids like quite a few Quite. how much is quite a few I want like four Jesus four. Christ no like I get it and I think I've always been against having children Okay. I think it's because I've always, I feel like I've always dated guys where I have to do a lot of the like the house labour mm. and I just don't want to date someone where I feel like I have to, like, I don't want to have kids with someone where I feel like I have to do everything. So as a longer time Love Island fan, there have been many moments which have enraged me, but I don't think I've ever shouted, you did not just say that at the TV quite as loudly as I did when Aaron went and talked to the boys about Sharon's views on children. So, according to Aaron, Sharon is scared of men being the breadwinner. Fee, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, it's just the worst display of toxic masculinity at its best. (laughs) It's just, I, when I heard him say it, I was just like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? (laughs) And it was... When he also said, oh, I think she'll be too flashy for me on the outside. And I also feel like, I feel a bit sorry for Sharon because she's actually been getting quite a bad rep. But actually, she didn't say she didn't want children. She said that she wanted an equal partner. And I think that these sort of, these things, they're Mm -hmm. things that we've been talking about for years. I mean, wanting this. And then Aaron basically has said he wants a 50s housewife. And, him and also, is... I would just Sorry, like to say, all of my girlfriends that have babies, all of my girlfriends that have babies, and myself included, all of them would trade their babies for an Aston Martin DB6. <laughs> like, that's a very sensible decision on Sharon's behalf there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 750 oh, grand car. Sh- Come on. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, Sharon. I mean, the thing that really made me, she's so... I, I, I sort of have warmed to Sharon. She's not, she's not naturally likable, right? But I have no. definitely warmed to her because she's very funny. She says what she's feeling. And there is obviously a really soft, like, gooey middle to her. But to just be really upfront and be like, actually, do you know what? Babies are not high on my priority list because there's loads of fun stuff I want in my life first. And I'm a young woman and I think that's kind of normal to want that fun stuff. And also, if I did have babies, the reality is I've been out with a load of men where I know that if I was to have children with them, I would be the one doing all the work. But she's dated a lot of men where she knows, and this is, she said something women have talked about for so long, that she will become the one who has to do all the work. She doesn't want that. And she was just telling him her opinion. And Aaron was like, oh God, okay, well, you're not going to have babies and make me dinner every night and get my slippers ready for me while I go out partying with whoever it is I want to go partying with. Uh, No, thanks, not very much. And I think he did something that I really dislike 
in men, which is he saw a really strong, confident, independent woman who makes her own money, has her own life, and went, oh, no, no, that's too much for me. And I hate this, she's too much, because I've had that in a relationship where an ex-boyfriend of mine said, oh, you're too much, and it's like, what does that even mean? Because it makes no sense. And also, I think that at one point he did say that he wanted an independent woman and then he got handed to one on a plate and he was like, oh, no. And I think that also it comes from in a place of deep, maybe insecurity for him that he um, is worried that maybe he's not smart enough and he's not, um, you know, he's not all these things that she wants. And so maybe it was an insecurity level of him that he was not going to match up to her, which in itself is, you know, so many times men always say, oh, it's not all men or, oh, no, I do. I wouldn't mind if, um, you know, if my partner earned more money. And it's what I think that he's done exactly that. Like, oh, no, I wouldn't mind. But then now one's come along and he's gone, oh, God. And he's, how do you say it? villainized her villainized villainized her in a way because he has also then gone and which i really hate which is he's gone and spoken about her badly to other people not only the boys but also the new girls and also he's kind of created a persona i think you touched on the really important there he's villainized her. he's created a persona for her so he's kind of built her up as this kind of big scary woman so when she went to Hugo and, you know, rightly or wrongly had a go at Hugo for saying he didn't like fake boobs, which I feel a little <laughs> eye-rolly about, but we can talk about. Um, you know, Aaron then was saying, oh, she's just here. She's just out to try and scare all of us. That's what she wants to do. I'm like, I don't, maybe there is a little bit. And I say this is a woman who's been called scary quite a bit. You know, maybe there is a little bit of her, which for that is a form of defense, which is a form mm. of being like, okay, well, if I can scare everyone into submission, then I'm definitely in control of the situation. But also it takes a minute's worth of emotional intelligence to realize that that's not really, she's not really scary. She's just somebody who likes a direct conversation, who isn't going to put up with something that uh, she disagrees with and who has quite a forthright style and that should be okay i have to apologize for my chloe baby voice at the moment I've got <laughs> cold. Um, but it, sh- it should be okay to be a woman who has opinions has views and who articulates them in a forthright manner um the other thing that made me absolutely furious and then has slightly broken my heart for sharon again this week is that he dumped her the second lucinda came in the villa and then picked her straight back up again the second it became apparent that Lucinda might pick Brad. Absolutely. Absolutely appalling. Absolutely appalling. And also, I don't think he's explained it to her. Like she has said, and she's completely right, he's giving her mixed signals because I don't think, well, not that we don't see, obviously, all the conversations that go on because things are edited, Mm. but we've not, I do feel that that would have probably been something that they would have put in there. It doesn't seem that he's had the conversation, that he's just seemed to get physical with her and it is it's one of these things I was thinking about it today it's one of those things where you break up with an ex and then you end up sleeping with them again out of a yes. comfort <laughs> and it's just which because we have all done we've yep. all done it come on I did it for a year <laughs> and it like and you do it because it's a comfort blanket thing and there's no one else and to get into something with someone else is quite scary obviously we're talking two weeks we're not talking like two years or whatever but it is it's quite also it's just so obvious what he's doing i just don't know whether any of these boys also their actions and behaviors are so obvious that i do wonder i'm like do you know what you're doing like aaron 
you just dumped her and now you're in bed with her with a boner apparently (laughs) if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers with juvederm volbella xc and juvederm ultra xc your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at juvederm.com today that's j-u-v-e-d-e-r-m.com add fullness to lips and adults over 21 with juvederm volbella xc or juvederm ultra xc do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Do you think that the girls are accepting to I mean it's really hard, right, in the Love Island Villa, because you have to couple up with someone. You have to. But this then I th- and I have talked about this on the show before this lets the boys get away with mm. some really low level behavior so it lets them get away with you know on the kind of bigger scale dumping somebody and then instantly changing their mind if they feel a bit threatened but also it lets them get away with like you know saying things like Liam oh I've just eaten a big breakfast so I've got to go drop the kids off at school oh because he needs God. a poo like I was just like it was so oh I mean Faye's face, Faye's face and I were very aligned at that moment. But it is, it's not, the boys aren't really making a big effort here. No. And I think that the gaslighting that's going on is unbelievable. Obviously, Jake is blatantly gaslighting Liberty and we can all see it. And I really thought that he'd redeemed himself, but I don't think he has. And I'm just waiting for that one to I think Catherine Moore will get it we'll all just sit and wait um but I also think that Brad to some extent has been at he it's totally gaslit Rachel and I also think he's doing something yeah. that we haven't spoken about which is he's absolutely love bombing Lucinda and love bombing is actually extremely dangerous is dangerous because I think that he's coming in so hard and like dropping these love bombs at her that she feels like she's trapped in it which is actually yeah. in some ways worse than like a ghosting or whatever because yeah 
she actually, her last conversation was she didn't know how she felt because the conversation is dry. Because <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, poor old Brad. Oh, not poor oh, old Brad, God. but you know, like the man cannot hold a conversation. <laughs> no. He really can't. So let's talk about the point this week that got Twitter all up in arms. If there was one moment that I wasn't expecting from this week's show, it was a deep discussion on whether fake boobs were in fact a protected characteristic. Poor old Hugo got it in the neck when he repeatedly said one of his biggest turnoffs was fakeness during a challenge. He claims he meant personality. The girls took it as an insult towards their appearance. Here they are talking about it. Everyone should know the date and the age we live in. And the word fake, I think, is very negatively descriptive. No, it is. Because it's insulting someone's appearance. That's what I mean. I'm fucking pissed off. Oh, Han, I think everyone's slightly pissed off tonight. Kishi, they, them, there are people out there anywhere in the world that have had things done to help them boost their confidence. And I don't think that it should be made to be a negative. Um, So in that clip, we hear the girls say that actually... Hugo should understand the pressures on women to look a certain way and why women do then get some forms of plastic surgery or tweakments or whatever we want to call them. And I do think there's a really important point to be made here about the pressure put on women to look a certain way. But that point was like it was there and then they just kind of shot past it and instead Faye decided to compare not dating someone with fake boobs to not dating someone because of their race which was awkward um given that Hugo himself actually has a physical disability as a child do you think he was being completely thoughtless did he just make a mistake or was he actually misinterpreted well first of all I just want to make the point. Did they get given the questions beforehand of this challenge? Because they all seem to have got the right answers. I thought that was really weird. Um, I, firstly, when I watched it, I was like, oh my God. But at this, I looked back on it and there was a question that was, list your partner's work that they've got done. And then for him to say that he didn't like fake. And I do think that maybe the word fake, he shouldn't, maybe he should have explained said fake personality or something i don't think that he was maybe very tactful of saying it when it is quite obvious that pretty much everyone in the villa barkers has had something done equally the way that it was taken was just too much and also of all what i found so strange was that faye got so upset and sharon got so upset but this is not a boy that you want to be with. <laughs> if it was their partners mm, saying that, yeah. I completely understand because you'd be like, excuse me, that's actually quite offensive. But this is not someone that you have any, you don't, why should you care what he likes or doesn't like? You don't want to be with him. And I also feel like everyone's just a bit tired. I think everyone's just really tired <laughs> and things are just getting, you know, when you're really tired, Rachel's crying all over the place. Like, you know, every, one thing can just set you off. And I just feel like it was completely blown out of proportion and the poor boy. And then them telling him, you need to get educated. And I just wanted to turn around and be like, you need to get educated about his, prob- you know, his insecurities. But he then has not, not that we know, but he hasn't said anything about his disability. So we don't know no. if they know. And also there's, there is a really interesting thing here, which is, you know, 
I think it was quite clear in the run up to it when they were talking about what turns people on and off that Hugo isn't attracted to people that have had a lot of obvious work done, even mm. though, as Sharon pointed out, the women that he'd been grafting in the villa are, in fact, work- women that have had the work done. However, I suspect that what Hugo thinks of as, in quotes, natural, isn't. Mm. Right? So you know, there's a, there is a kind of, there's a line between plastic surgery that is fairly obvious plastic surgery and plastic surgery that isn't that obvious mm. and that actually you sort of go oh I, I don't has she I, I don't know and I think a lot of the time when men are talking about natural that's what they're talking about and actually we need to have a conversation with them where we say no that that's that's an unreal standard that what you're looking at on Instagram is a filter that what you think of as a natural waist size is something that has been tugged in by a corset for two weeks and is going to pop out again at any minute that actually most people's boobs look like that for about five minutes at 22 and then that's it (laughs) um that this is you know we need to be like actually having that conversation and then explaining to boys that then when you say things like i don't like a fake look but you also then don't in any way shape or form make any moves on the only girl that isn't fake in that villa and i say fake isn't fake in that villa it doesn't have any plastic surgery in that villa you are kind of sending a very mixed message. You're sending a very mixed message. And yes, women shouldn't care what men think about them and rah, 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 rah. But we do. So mm. I think there was a, a point where I felt like the girls actually had could have made a really interesting point, not just with Hugo, but with all of the boys. And they could have had a really interesting discussion about it. But because they're very young, they don't quite have those communication skills. And it just blew up into possibly the strangest argument I've ever seen on Love Island. I think you're so right. And I think it's this thing of striving for perfection. And I think it's striving for perfection with men in so many different elements. Jake, for example, wanting perfection out of his relationship with Liberty. And it mm. goes into so it that feeds into so many things, wanting to have the this natural look, but wanting it to be, like you said, like an Instagram model natural look that actually is not real at all. And, you know, it is actually, you're, God, you're so right. I hadn't actually thought about that, but you are right. And... <laughs> <laughs> Love it when I am. <laughs> yeah. And that, no, I mean, they did communicate it quite badly. But what I have also noticed about Faye in particular and Sharon to some extent, they do blow up, but then they do apologise. And I think yeah. that... You know, of course, when, you know, Twitter and Instagram went up in arms and just blew up when they saw that clip of Hugo being upset because he's, the, you know, the nation's sweetheart at the moment. But actually, when you when you watch it, they do explain to him quite calmly, which I think I was I respected. And I think that going back to the Sharon and Aaron thing, she did explain to him that actually you weren't there in the conversation. We did explain things quite naturally, you know, calmly. But then comparing it to race was probably not the best move. But I think that it was one of those things where you're just, you're in, I think they didn't really think about it. Like you said, their communication skills are probably not, you know, they haven't had these big conversations before because they're so young. They're early, early 20s. I was not having any of these in-depth conversations at 22 or whatever, how old they are. And this is true. I just want, yeah. I almost want in a way, and I don't know if Love Island would ever do this, I want them to have like a workshop. Like, So have you been watching Too Hot yes. to Handle on Netflix? Yes. Yeah. 
So for anyone who hasn't watched it, Too Hot to Handle is sort of Netflix's kind of tongue-in-cheek takeoff of Love Island, but with the twist being that they get all these hot people on an island together and then they are not allowed to hook up. So if they do hook up, if there's any kind of physical, uh, sexual stuff going on, then they lose money from the prize pot. One of the ways that they kind of then make the show interesting is that they give them what are called workshops where they help them kind of learn about themselves and go a bit deeper and actually get in touch with some of their emotions and work out why they feel the things they feel and how to deal with those feelings. And there is some really beautiful learning that comes from it. And I think there could be... I mean, I do think, however, that if Love Island did a workshop with the girls, Liberty would bin Jake off in a second, which is Mm. really... All I want is Liberty for Liberty. Um, But... I would love to see that. I would love to see Love Island say, actually, let's try and create some level of emotional development while they're mm. all in the villa. Great idea. I think that it, it needs... <laughs> I just... Because we're all watching it, screaming at them, especially, <laughs> like, we've probably all been through it. I don't know. I think there are a lot of 30-plus-year-olds watching this going, oh, my God, Liberty, get your shit together. But, um, yeah, I'd really like to see that. And I also think that there would probably be... Um, less need for kind of aftercare if they were actually developing as they go but of course it probably wouldn't make as fun a show although Too Hot to Handle is really great but it's not as long so you know it's not as uh, I mean I would very much like to volunteer myself now to the producers as the Love Island (laughs) relationship coach that would be brilliant Um, (gasps) as ever on this show there comes a point when we have to say we've got a text I got a text or a whatsapp message or a tweet or it's just something that has caught our eye in the social media sphere that has uh, made us think about the show a little bit and this week i am picking a tweet from bulu babalola who says love island makes me feel i'm just not attracted to anyone because of all of these in quotes stunning men they describe do nothing for me now i read this and i was like <laughs> welcome to middle age <laughs> welcome to the point in your life where you realize that that really stunning bloke is lovely but you don't want to spend more than five minutes in their company and if you have to spend more than five minutes in their company you don't want them to talk and you do get to a point where you just you fancy different things I always said that I would never really want to go out with anyone older than me and I'm now dating somebody 10 years older and I look around at the men around now and I am attracted to older men your tastes change Mm. But also, I think, and I do think this is very much the case with Brad, if you are that hot, you've just never had to try. 100%. He will be terrible in bed. I'm going to tell you that now. He's, <laughs> he he'll definitely be someone that will just make you go on top. That I'm literally, yeah. I can I can assure you. Also, he's really young, so he probably hasn't learned a lot. And I he just hasn't had to try. I think he's one of those guys that you will snog in a club and then you'll never see again. Yeah, and you'll happily talk about the time you snogged the most beautiful yeah. man you've ever seen, but you will feel no regret for the fact that you never saw him again. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You'll be like, his chat was terrible. He had no banter, <laughs> but he was really hot, so I could tick that box. And that's what Lucinda has done. She's ticked the box. And sometimes I always think this with them, like slightly hotter men, they become a challenge in a way. And then you get there and you taste it and you're like, mm, okay, I'm done now. <laughs> Moving on. This actually reminds me of a time I went to a festival and I was with a girlfriend of mine and we bumped into a group of guys that she knew and one of them was 
I mean, pretty much one of the most handsome men I've ever seen in my life. He was down to a T handsome. Now, if you were putting handsome in a picture next to it, it would be him. And uh, he quite fancied my friend and she was like, mm, I don't know, I'm just not into it, not into it. And they were chatting and then he obviously realised he wasn't going to get anywhere with her. Um, oh, actually, I'm about to tell what's quite a bad story. Anyway, I wasn't, wasn't going to get anywhere there. So he started chatting to me and I was just blown away by it. I was like, nobody this handsome has ever tried to chat me up in my life. It's like, oh my God. And yeah, he was quite dull and I he had just previously been trying to chat up my friend so I was clearly second choice but I was still like oh my god I'm blown away by how handsome you are and actually what then transpired is uh, I went to the bar to get a drink and by the time I came back from the bar he was snogging my friend and they ended up going to bed together and it was the worst sex she ever had in her life and she was like why did I do that mm. now we did have to have some very big friendship chats about why she did that but it was a really interesting lesson for me about the power of beauty right like there is a power Mm. to beauty and how mesmerizing it can be but also how essentially skin deep it is as well yeah and i think that just final point on on brad i think (laughs) the reason why the girls are all going for him is because it gives them a sense of validation that the hottest guy in the villa is Mm. wanting him and they that's why i think rachel when decided to go for Brad over Chugs because he is seen to be very good looking. So, you know, she wanted yeah. the validation that unfortunately <laughs> blew up in her face. And I felt like I was so sorry for her. She should have chosen Chugs. I really liked him. What has caught your eye on social media? So I saw a tweet. It's a, it's not anyone famous. I just saw it and thought it was <laughs> the funniest thing ever. And it's thoughts and prayers with the Botox community in these trying times. <laughs> I mean, they really, they pulled apart Botox this week. And I just think that as a world where we judge women on what they look like and how old they are all the time, we can't blame the women (laughs) for needing a little reassurance. I mean, (laughs) also, as someone that has had Botox and had a (laughs) I'm saying, thinking these girls, they are in their early 20s. I'm like, you just wait until you hit your 30s. You are tired all the time. <laughs> Just you wait, Hugo. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, yeah. We all, we all need a little help. <laughs> we all need a help. We all need help. help. <laughs> we could be heroes. We've come to the heroes and villains of the week. This is a section of the show where we decide who we'd couple up with this week and who we would dump from the island who are you coupling up with let's start here this is really hard i really because i just i just don't know i didn't well i i don't like any any of the boys and i was trying to think of someone that i did like and i will say a boy because i feel like this week he's been the least offensive and it's probably liam i feel like he i know i know i know first of all i should explain myself i mean i know times are hard but really Beggars can't be cheeses, Harriet. (laughs) I have really bad taste in men. I know that if I was in the villa, all those boys, I'd want to put my eggs in their baskets because I love a red flag. The redder, the better. Wave them in my face. (laughs) Another person I... Another, to redeem myself, I think another people that I would couple up with is everyone that creates the Love Island memes. 
Yes, I mean... sits there and spends their time doing Love Island memes. I applaud you. Big shout out to the Love Island meme creators. <laughs> you just make the show, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this week I would be coupling up with Rachel. Now, we haven't seen a lot of oh, Rachel, yeah. but I loved her attitude when she came into the villa. I thought she had like so much kind of sass and confidence and just like she looked like a lot of fun. And then this week, she just got absolutely destroyed. And I think she really needs a hug and somebody to tell her, no, that that confidence that I saw in you, that is who you are. And you can bring that back and win this show. I I think Rachel could be somebody who just hovers in the background and then somebody mm. becomes a leading lady. I've got faith in her. I love Rachel. I, I think her time is coming. Yeah, I agree. She was too good for Brad. Fingers crossed for Teddy. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, Who would you dump from the island? I can't wait to dump this person. I want to dump whoever does the volume on the set (laughs) that cranks it up when people are snogging. (laughs) It is so loud. And it's the slurping. Oh, there was it, a... it ruins it for me in a way because I like sometimes they look like really great snogs, but then you hear this like <laughs> munching noise. <laughs> You're just like, guys. There was one where it was particularly football. offensive this week. Who was it? Was it Brad and Lucinda or Chloe and Toby? Can't remember. Both of them were quite bad. The worst one for me has been so far has been Liam and Faye. I don't know why it oh. really stuck in my memory. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> Um, so turn the volume down or just put a love song over the top they love doing that just do that I'm into it <laughs> I love that um, this week from the villa I think we all know that I am dumping Aaron Aaron yes. has got to go uh, he needs to leave that villa and get to feminism school ASAP oh, that's God. what I think can we just say one thing about Aaron before yes. we finish this as we are dumping him? Can we please talk about the fact that his biggest turnoff was hairy arms? <laughs> and no one said anything. No one said anything. That... I think I think Chloe actually looked at her arms and went, gave a little nod of approval as if to be like, yes, very hairless. <laughs> <laughs> it just adds to it. It adds to his whole thing of oh. that he wants this hairless woman that doesn't speak who wants a Barbie doesn't, doll who doesn't want a green Aston Martin <laughs> <laughs> oh I just have to say a big thank you to this week's guest the fabulous Fee Wisher Fee I've loved having you on the show thank you so much <laughs> if someone wants to put all their eggs in your basket where can they find you so you can find me either on Instagram I was about to say Facebook <laughs> Instagram <laughs> fee underscore wish art or love bites podcast underscore on instagram as well which is an absolutely fantastic listen and very much in the in the spirit of undercover lover so i really enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much i have loved this oh i've loved it so much it's been so fun i don't even know if i trade this week's show for a lime green eston martin but maybe Um, but that is all for this week hopefully you have been struck by the feels for this podcast and if you have then i urge you to run don't walk just like they do in the challenges and subscribe rate review wherever it is you get your podcasts as i said before we are up against strong competition from the official love island podcast which has you know things like budget and celebrities and adverts on itv2 during the breaks 
So if we want to be discovered and bring a level of smart to Love Island, then I need you. Give us your seal of approval so other people can find us and couple up with us, which in this socially distanced world is the physical affection we all need right now. I'll be back for another week in the villa. Is it time for Cards from All yet? When does that happen? But in the meantime, I'm going to leave you with a bit of wisdom. And this week, it comes from the scheming seductress herself. This is Chloe explaining why nobody else's opinion matters. Haters are going to hate. Don't be jealous, be weem. That's what I think. Be weem. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.